Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Bye. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. Got a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. Bunch of things I want to chit chat with my girls about. I have my fingers crossed that my computer is not going to crash again the way that it did last week. Mid episode, I had to ask um, my my babies over there that that post the episodes for me. I said, um, I said, because <laughs> my computer like froze in the middle of an email or in the middle of a response or something, and I was like, there was like a full minute of me going, oh my god, oh my god, did it just freeze? And then me like screaming fuck really loud. So some of the emails that I send them where I'm like, hey, like. Hope everyone's good. I'm good personally, but I did have a little bit of a breakdown. Um, I screamed fuck in the middle of the episode. If you don't mind just cutting that right out. So it looks like this week I'm going to have to get a new computer and a new phone because guess what? You guys, you know me, I don't want to get a new phone and I've been saying it, but the universe will make you do things that you don't want to do. I was out the other night. What was it? Friday night. And I went out with my friend. It's actually like pretty interesting night. Me and my friend, <laughs> we said, hey, we're going to go out for one drink. Let's go play darts. All right. I don't have to tell you what happened. Long story short, my phone got smashed because I dropped it 400 times. OK, we were playing darts. We met this like crew of people. There was this guy that I met and his friends were like going to a different place. And then he was like, I want to stay with you. Like I'm having so much fun with you. So I was like, oh, that's like kind of cute. One thing about me, I love a man that will abandon his friends. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so he ended up staying with us for a little bit. And then he was like, and uh, it was me, my friend and her girlfriend and he said, oh, my friends are dancing at this place. Like, do you guys want to just go dance for a little bit before they close? And I was like, I would have done whatever my friend wanted to do. I was like, I'm not like, I'm never just like, let's keep it going. You know, it's already 1.30. I'm old, baby. But my friend's girlfriend was like, yeah, let's go dance. And my friend's like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Who does that? But then we ended up going and had so much fun. And then um, I was like leaving. I had called an Uber and he he was really nice. You guys, this is actually a sexy story. Okay. So I hope everyone's sitting down. So he said, oh, can I walk you to your Uber? And I said, yeah, sure. And then it was raining. You guys, it's a movie. It was raining, like drizzling, not ugly rain, sexy rain. Okay, just to be fair, it's giving 90s music video. It's giving early 2000s music video where everybody, for some reason, was dancing in, a, in the rain. Couldn't get a sunny day for the life of them. Okay. But he walks me to the car. I was like, he was like, it was so nice to meet you. I want to see you tomorrow. I want to see you again. And we kissed, not us kissing in the rain. What is this freaking the notebook? And, um, I smashed my phone on the ground immediately and it shattered into a million pieces. So that was like really super sexy as well. So I need to go give Steve jobs, you know, a ton of money. Cause I got to get it. Now I got to get a computer and I got to get a freaking, uh, new phone, which is fine. I have a really old iPhone, iPhone 10, baby. Any of you guys got anything older than that? I hate getting new. Sh I hate getting new shit. Uh, anywho. Let's let's get after it, you guys. 
let's get into it. I, um, last night had also had a night, but I didn't like drink. I think I had two drinks last night. It wasn't anything crazy, but I had gone out to dinner with my friend and my cousin's friend that I've known for a million years. Like he's like a few years younger than, than me. Like I've just known he's had the same group of friends for a really long time. So I've known them for a while. And he was like, Oh, I'm in Brooklyn. If you're around, like I was supposed to do something and it got canceled. He's like, I'm with one of my other friends. So I'm like, okay. So I was like, I'll let you know when we get out of dinner, we'll go grab a drink and you guys can come meet us. Girl, this guy shows up hammered. Girl, I don't know that I've ever been around somebody that's hammered. And his other friend, who I also know was like, he's really drunk. I was like, yeah, no, I could tell. No, I could tell. And, um, So we like finish our drinks and everybody was going. And his friend was like, I'm going out after this. Like, good luck, buddy. So I said to this kid, I'm like, where are you staying tonight? He's like, I'm staying at my girlfriend's, but she's out of town, but I have a key. I'm like, okay. Luckily, she lives like 15 minutes away from me. I took an Uber to his girlfriend's house with him. And I walked him to the door. I I like stayed at the bottom of the steps and he was at the front door and fussing with the key. Cause I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to get in the door. I have to actually take him home now. I'm like, there's no way he's getting in (laughs) my friends. Like, Oh my God. So I'm waiting at the bottom of the steps. He can't get the key in the door. And I'm like, are you sure it's that key? He's like, yeah, this is a key. I'm like, I feel like it's not the key, buddy. He's like, no, this is the key. I'm like, do you mind if I just check real quick? Why don't you check your pockets? Hand me whatever in them. Of course, there's another key in there. Of course, it wasn't the right key. I had to put this man in the damn house. Okay. And then, oh my God, I come home. I'm like getting out of an Uber and like I'm chit-chatting with my Uber driver. One thing about me... (laughs) I'm making sure my Uber drivers are good. Okay. I don't know. I have to ask them, when did you start? When are you done? Did you take a break? Like, did you eat? What's your vibe? What's the deal? And this guy was like, I started at seven. I'm ending at seven. So we were chit-chatting. And when I was getting out of the car, I was like, make sure that you eat something. (laughs) Not me wanting to adopt this man. He's 54 years old. And I shut the door and I'm getting in the building. There's this guy going into the building behind me. I stopped. I picked up my packages me and this guy get in the elevator together and long story short, it was the girl who I met last week. It was her man or her, you know, person long story short. So it wasn't the guy that I went on a date with, (laughs) but I'm going to tell you something right now, girls, it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. It's a small city, baby. All right. Uh, and I would love for that to happen. Honestly, if we've ever did the same person, can you please let me know? Because I want to know the tea. What did they say about me? You little freak. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. Relationships can be so confusing if you're tired of crying to your friends about your situationship all the time. First of all, who wrote the damn copy? <laughs> 
You need BetterHelp. It's online therapy that is totally suited to your schedule. You can meet with your therapist by video call, by message, or over the phone, whatever works for you. You guys know that I'm such an advocate for mental health. I really, really have seen it in my own life, and I am always encouraging people to speak to a professional, somebody that has an unbiased opinion and will really just genuinely sit there and listen to you um, because we all know how rare that could be and it's just nice it's nice and when we feel good good things happen so having a neutral third party to talk about things with is amazing the therapists at better help aren't going to tell everyone what you said when you were ranting and they've got tips and tools to better your life i promise you you'll learn to value yourself even more and become your own soulmate whether you're looking for one or not visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash secret keepers Okay, you guys, we, we got to talk about bays for a second. If you're not a fan of this freezing cold weather, it is time to book that trip to the Bahamas. Get your ticket, grab your Bay's luggage, and get ready for some fun in the sun. With Bay's, there is room for everything, multiple pairs of flip-flops, that big sun hat and pockets for all the lotions and creams and sunscreens, everything that you need. And for your short trips, their weekender bag is super functional functional with a place uh, to store all of your shoes separately. That was my that is my favorite bag and that was my favorite function of this bag. The fact that the whole bottom compartment just unzips, I mean, it's the most ingenious thing in the entire world. I, I put a lot of pairs of shoes in that thing. When I went to Italy, all of my pairs of shoes were on the bottom and I brought like more than they say even fits. So, hey, I'm I'm a lifelong customer for, for Baze. I'll tell you that much right now. Uh, whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Baze has your personal items covered. Right now, Baze is offering the girlies 15% off your first purchase by visiting bazetravel.com slash secret. Go to B-E-I-S travel.com slash secret for 15% off your first purchase. That's bazetravel.com slash secret. Anywho. Let's get to these emails. I said that 14 times already. Okay. This one says, this one says, hi, Carly, OG listener, first time writer inner. I'm turning 30 this year in September. And my goal is to go to Italy around that time. I know you've been there a few times. I need to know what to see and what I must do, where to eat and drink, LOL, and things like that, that I should and shouldn't bring or do. I want to go to Naples, Rome, Florence, and or Venice. Um, I'm not sure if that's possible within two weeks. I know, but those are the places that I'm thinking of. If you have any suggestions or advice or where to go, or if a listener has traveled, I would love any advice. This will be my first time traveling out of the country. So I'm very nervous, but I'm so excited. Thank you so much in advance. Kiss straight on the lips and moi to you too, girl. Um, I think I would do Naples, Rome, Florence. I don't know actually how far, actually, no, I would do Rome, Florence, Venice, because Venice, you could get the good thing about Italy and like different parts of Europe, you could get like a high speed train that really is so quick. Like, I think when I went from Rome to Florence, it was like an hour and it's not super expensive. It's totally doable. Uh, and it saves you a ton of time. And those, those trains, they're not lying when they're, when they're saying they're high speed, they're really high speed. So I would probably start in Venice, go to Florence and then Rome or whatever logistically makes more sense. Um, 
Cause I feel, I don't know. I don't know this, but I feel like Naples is a little bit farther away and I'm probably wrong because one thing about me, I don't know where fucking anything is. And I did some stupid shit this week. There's this tattoo artist from Korea that I really want to get a tattoo from. And she posted that she was going to be in Vancouver. Okay. Girl, I made an appointment with her. I'm like, oh, you're going to be in town, whatever. Her and I are chit-chatting back and forth. I'm like, Vancouver, whatever. It's Canada. I live in New York, baby. (laughs) It's an hour away. Girl, me thinking I was going to take a 45-minute flight, I thought it was an hour, you know, from up to down. I said there's about 45 minutes in the air and there's there's some taxiing in between. Well, I'll be there in an hour. I I could do this whole thing in a day. And I was like, oh, I'll make a little weekend trip of it. Girl, the way that it's fucking, I, I, <laughs> I Googled it and it was, it said 11 hours with one stopover. I said, damn. And my dumb ass went, oh, there must be two Vancouver's because the Vancouver I'm thinking of, it's about 45 minutes. Now, I don't know why I thought all of Canada was the distance fr- from here to Montreal. I don't know why I thought that. Okay. And I, and I'm an idiot. So that's probably why. But um, I said, yeah, 11 hours is a little far, isn't it? Uh, to be fair, I could just go see her in Korea if I'm going to be flying 11 hours. So anyway, long story short, I didn't I, I had to cancel. <laughs> I had to cancel the appointment. I was telling my friend, I'm like, girl, the way I was like still not even convinced that it was that far. I said, oh, this must be Vancouver, Australia or something, because this is far as hell. So I don't know exactly logistically where you should go, but I think you should do Venice, Florence, Rome. If I had to pick three, that's what I would do. I've never been to Venice, but I've heard the most amazing things and it's really special and it's kind of like about to sink. So you should go see it. Naples is like more of like a city, you know, it's I know they're all cities, but Naples is like, I don't know. I feel like the other ones are just more Italian for some reason. God, I know there's people from Naples that are going to go, you fucking bitch. Listen, one thing about Italians, they're very, it's so weird because I noticed this when I went, like, when I was traveling, like, they're like, they hate other, they hate people from other parts of Italy sometimes, not all of them. But I had this lighter that I bought um, in Sicily because, you know, me, I was smoking cigarettes. And it said like 100% Sicilian on it. And then when I was in Rome, we were at this club and this guy was like, oh, do you have a lighter? And I gave him the lighter that said 100% Sicilian and he wouldn't use it. (laughs) He wouldn't use the lighter, girl. And I go, what's the problem? He's like, un cento per cento siciliana, no. No grazie, no. I was like, what, bro? What? It was like bad luck to him. But anywho, um, I don't mean to hate on people from Naples in any way, but I just feel like if you're going to go Rome, Florence is quick. And then I feel like Venice is quicker. I, I, I don't know. I'm also making that up and I don't know anything. But what to pack? Girl, pack light stuff. If you're going in September, linen and cotton. Don't be wearing this polyester shit that is going to make you sweat. It's going to be too hot. Um, it's not going to be like August hot, but it's still going to be hot. You might luck out and like the weather will break when you're there, depending on when you go, but girl pack light, you're going to shop. That's my opinion. Bring, bring some, uh, 
what's the word I'm thinking of? That's like a word that everybody uses 400 times a day. Um, practical, bring practical things when, when you're packing for a trip, any little extras you get when you're there. Okay. This one says hot cowboys and advice request. Hi, Carly and the cutie kitty angels. I used to watch you on girl code. Oh, thanks so much. And recently discovered your podcast a few months ago. And I'm binging all the episodes. Even my man will listen because he loves knowing the tea. Thank you so much. I have a suggestion for you and the ladies that love a sexy blue collar man. Get you and your ladies and some cowgirl boots and get tickets to your nearest rodeo. Some of these guys are so cute in their little cowboy getups and they really are just so fun to watch. It's something different to be entertained and to see some hot cowboys. By the way, me and my friends have been talking about one of my friends from Oklahoma. Um, and we were thinking about going to the rodeo in Oklahoma this summer for fun and uh, for fun and games. Cause you know me, I'm not driving. <laughs> I'm not riding the horse. So she says, I do have a question for you and the girls. Me and my boyfriend have been together for five years. We're happy together and have never had any major issues. He's basically had the same steady job the entire time we've been together and is now looking into d- different career options, going back to school. I love this for him and excited for him. I feel like he's doing something fulfilling. He was a sophomore in community college when we first met. And when we started dating, he dropped out. He was still young and trying to juggle a new relationship, his friendships, a full-time job and school. He isn't really that into school, but this time I know he wants to finish and get a better job. I'm worried that he'll fall into the same pattern and find that juggling a full-time job and school is a lot. We both work 40 hour a week jobs and I'm a freelance florist. Oh, fun. There was a movie about you. What was that JLo movie? Was it a JLo movie or was it a Jennifer Aniston movie where she like works at a florist? What a fun job. Anyway, I'm a freelance florist. Um, so some of my Saturdays and Sundays, I'm gone all day designing for events. I have a tendency to get overwhelmed and anxious about household things like chores and cooking while also making sure that I get to do what I want with my free time. My boyfriend is kind of the opposite. And a lot of times I have to ask him to do something <clears throat> instead of him intuitively knowing that something needs to be done. He doesn't have a problem with me asking. He actually wants me to. It's just me that has the problem. I just do things to get it done and sometimes do it all to get it out of the way instead of asking for him to help out. Mm -hmm. I want to support him in every way I can to make sure he's able to succeed. I just don't want to find myself doing these things all the time while making sure that we're both not overwhelmed with work and him going to school. I just want to know if you or any of the girlies have any advice um, during what's going to be a bit of a whirlwind time in our lives together. Sorry, this was so long, but I attached some uh, pics of me and my goofball guy. And our rescue pup. Let me see. Oh, you guys are so cute. Oh my God, girl, your skin is glowing, gorgeous, stunning. And what are we using? What's a skincare routine? What? Wait, you're glowing. In both pictures, you're glowing. I need the deets and I'll share with the girlies. Um, I think this is a totally common problem. I've definitely had this problem before when you're living with, you know, a boyfriend and I get what you're saying where it's like, he doesn't have a problem, but I want him to just do it without me asking. Right. And I think that there might actually be a pretty simple compromise here, which is you guys get a, a cleaning service to come once a week or once every other week to, to deep clean the house. And then the little things you guys can split up maybe like instead of, cause I hate feeling like, Oh, I'm hounding you. So maybe like 
I know this is very unsexy, but like write out a calendar, like you do the, you know, you do the vacuuming this day, you clean the bathroom this day. I do the laundry this day, like whatever that way it's even, you can switch up what you guys are doing in your different tasks. And then you don't have to keep reminding him. Um, and you know, it's, it's totally understandable too, to be like, all right, he's overwhelmed. He's busy. He can't do it. But I think like having a person come in and just like, I mean, get the corners, like that's like really, really nice and really will help you. And I feel like it's not so expensive where it's like this, it's worth every penny. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what I would do. I would do those two things, make a sketch and, uh, hire someone to come in once, once every other week and do a deep clean. And then you guys fluff in between, you know, but I get what you're saying. It's like, I don't even want to ask. I'll just do it. It's right in front of me. It's driving me nuts. I mean, I've, I'm like that too. Okay. This one says, what do I do when he's made the changes, but I'm still stuck on the past? Hello, sister car car, the little furry brothers and all the ladies tuning in. I'm going to get right to it because this may be long. My fiance and I have been together for three years. We're both in our early thirties. I love him very much. He's loving and always has my back. We have really fun times together and he genuinely feels like my best friend. However, things from when we first started dating absolutely plague me. It's gotten me in this anxious spiral loop and I feel like I just need you and the girlies help here. In the beginning of our relationship, he did very normal quote unquote man shit. For example, he went to strip clubs with the boys and bachelor parties, followed a bunch of girls, many being models and porn stars or other females that he knew or dated. I know that this is family fairly normal in this day and age, but I cannot still with some of it for one strip clubs have always grossed me out. And I know each person is different, but that's just me. Why are you hanging out with a bunch of other dudes getting blue balls together? See, I think this is something that's so, it really does vary person to person, but I need to remind you. And this is like something that's very comforting. Do you remember a few years ago on this podcast? Maybe it was like, not that long ago. Maybe it was a couple years ago. I don't know. Time is a flat circle, but I had said the girlies that are, are work at strip clubs. If you're a stripper right in and tell us what your perspective is of these guys that are coming into the strip club. Right. And I want to say, if I'm remembering correctly, every single one of them was like, we don't want your crusty men. They were like, this is our job. We're not trying to fall in love. We're not trying to hook up with them. We're not, we're trying to make, we're trying to make money. This is my job. You know what I'm saying? So that is very comforting knowing that like for whatever dumb reason or whatever valid, whatever reason that they're going, it's like these girls aren't interested in them. You know how many men they meet every night? Um, I'm not saying that to absolve him of his actions or to say that, you know, your feelings are unwarranted, but I am saying, um, it's a comforting thought to have if, if you're paranoid about things like this. Anyway, I digress. Okay. Um, she says, why is he doing all this when he has a loving wife at home? I don't know. It makes me sick and I hate it. I wish I could be the girl who understood or liked it or even just tolerated it, but I'm not. And that's fine. You have your boundaries in a relationship and your person that you're with either needs to meet those boundaries 
or you have a choice to make. You deal with it or you move on, right? Uh, I wish I could be one of those girls. And then she says, all of that said, he disagrees, but told me he won't go to them anymore because my feelings matter more than something that he doesn't care about or do that often. He hasn't been to one since I was happy and I super appreciated it. Who he follows seems to be a bigger issue for me for some reason. I had told him that I didn't like that he'd follow these women who are basically softcore porn. I understand the appeal and why guys do it, but to me, it's a lot like the strip club. When you're in a relationship, it seems thirsty and a little gross and pervy. I mean, if you want to see porn, go on incognito mode like any normal person and view it when the mood strikes and then get out of here. Um, why do you have to see all these women in your feed constantly? Am I not enough? I compare myself to these women because they're the complete opposite of me. And it's really upsetting. Like if that's what you want, then go find someone like that. He also followed this one specific girl that was definitely not famous. And from where he lived, I asked him who he, who she was because I caught him looking at a picture when he was scrolling through one day and we were just sitting there and he said, he didn't know he never met her. Um, she even went to the same college as him and he was also following two of her friends. So that struck me as odd. So I keep thinking like, is he lying about knowing her and why, why follow her friends? If you don't know them again, though, he immediately unfollowed. And when I told him that it bothered me, he also followed girls from his gym that he saw every day that were like 20 years old. This makes me feel weird. So sorry. So I asked him why he said he felt awkward not following them or following them back because he saw them every day. But again, he unfollowed them. I realize how controlling this makes me seem and maybe a little bit crazy. I mean, it's just social media. Who cares? But I can't help it, especially because anytime I'd ask him why he felt the need to follow certain people, his responses were very weird. He would say things like, I don't even like that. That's not my type. I don't even know why I followed them. Like, God, you could just say that you thought they were hot. Um, it wasn't until recently that I, that this was brought back up and he told me he'd say those things because he was trying to protect my feelings because he doesn't want me to compare or think that that's what he wanted, that he wants me and not those girls. We sat down and had a conversation about all of this stuff. And he had said that in the beginning, he was just so used to being single. He was for five years until we got together. And then he was just used to doing what he wanted and not thinking of another person. The social media isn't that deep for him. He has since unfollowed accounts that bothered me. And now he's pretty normal with social media. I appreciate that he did it for me and I recognize it. There were these other things here and there involving girls, but nothing crazy, just stuff that made me go, why would you do that? but he really did listen to a lot of things that I was asking for. He's pretty good about listening, but uh, I'm sorry. He's pretty good about listening when something bothers me, but sometimes something will trigger me. If we're watching a movie and there is a model that pops up that I saw him follow or something, I just feel shitty. Cause I'm like, he likes this and that's not me. Um, or if something reminds me of a prior incident that hurt my feelings, but hasn't happened since. I just feel weird about it. I can't get over these thoughts and it's driving me nuts. Maybe I'm just insecure, but like, why the gaslighting? Why do this? Why do that? What's the point? Yeah, he's not doing it anymore, but if I never said anything, he'd still be doing it. So it's like, is that a red flag or a green flag? Because it's a non-issue. I remember we got into an argument once about it and I said something like, listen, if you want a girl that doesn't question things or doesn't mind that you do X, Y, Z, then find someone like that. I want you to be happy and not stressed about, oh, what's my girlfriend going to be cool with now? But he kept saying, that's me. You attack my character. That's not me. You attack my character and 
anyways, why can't people change? I'm in therapy right now and he's considered couples therapy to strengthen our relationship and deal with this conflict. I have super trust issues because my ex of almost a decade cheated on me with my best friend. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So I think that plays a big part. I guess my issue is that I'll read something or see something. Um, and it says, if you feel this way, then you should leave the relationship. I don't want to leave the relationship. I truly love him. And if we didn't have these issues, we'd have no issues. Our relationship is so strong, but when it comes to my triggers and insecurities, it gets really hard. Is this all super unfair to him? And is this just a me issue? Is this a man being a dummy like they usually are? And I'm creating these issues in my head and making them worse than they actually are. I know you say all the time that a guy can do what he wants, but you just don't want to see it. And that's honestly me, but now I've seen it and I can't unsee it. See, that's, that's why I'm like, don't, don't even put that stuff into my head. Right. I totally get where you're coming from, girl. Um, I don't know how to handle the after effects. I realize this may look silly and crazy and like I need to be locked up and throw away the key, but I don't have any proof that he's ever done anything that's straight up wrong or if that he's ever cheated. I don't think that he has. He has no passcode on his phone and leaves it hanging around. He will freely let me use it and doesn't bat an eye. So I can only assume that this is probably a green flag. I guess that I just get this insatiable need to know the truth now because I don't want to waste my time only to be heartbroken because I quote unquote missed signs or didn't leave when I should have, if that makes sense. So maybe the problem really is just me and my trauma. I don't want to leave. I love him very much, but these thoughts make me spiral out of control um, like they're doing right now. Maybe I'm being super unfair. I don't know, girl. It's just so hard out here. I'm going to stop now because this was so long. So sorry for that. It's okay. I love you and appreciate the podcast so much. It's my favorite thing to listen to. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you for taking the time to read this and shout out to my girlies and big kisses to the furry boys. Um, okay. So there's a lot to unpack here before I had finished this email. I had said, what I truly believe, and, and it's really the only realistic thing, which is, I just said it a few minutes ago, which is you set a boundary and they can either respect it or not. And then you have a choice still after that. Right. So he respected your boundaries. Is it icky to be like, Oh, I, I totally get the feeling. It's, it's kind of hard to describe where it's like, I'm not insecure, but for some reason this makes me feel insecure because I think that this is what you, you know, this is what you like. And I don't look like that. Um, so I get it. I get where you're coming from, but he did fix it. And I think that you're doing, I think that what you need to do is focus on you, focus on you. Like you said, you're going to therapy, do other things too, that make you happy, like activities, hobbies, you know, whatever you're into, like focus on yourself, focus on not just getting to the end of this, which I think is really helpful to go to therapy and like talk these things out. Right. Um, but also doing things that bring you joy and make you happy because it just elevates your life in such a unique way. And it kind of brings, when you're doing stuff for yourself, you're bringing power to yourself. Um, I don't think I don't think you're crazy. I don't think you sound crazy. Listen, I've been, I've been there, you know? Um, and you're right. Once something gets in your head, it's hard to get it out. 
that's just the way it works sometimes. But I think that like, this might be caused by the, your ex boyfriend or your ex fiance, whatever that hooked up with your best friend. I mean, that's traumatizing. And maybe it's something that you haven't fully, you know, dealt with or dug into. And unfortunately, like for us to grow, we have to look into these things that are just kind of like sickening to remember and, and, you know, talk about and all of the, all of that, but that's the only way we get through it. So I think that that could be the cause. I don't think you're crazy, but I also will say he did change what you told him to change. And at this point, you can't hold that against him. If, if it's, if you're not going to push past it, it's not fair to him. Um, because it's not happening anymore. So it's like, it's almost like, and I, I have felt this way in relationships before, and I, I hope I can even explain this properly, but when you, you had written in this email, like if we didn't have this problem, we would have no problems. And I think that's what it is. I think it's like, you're in a happy, healthy, stable relationship. You said you love him. He's your best friend. He has your back. He has all these great qualities. Okay. And yeah, he did some fucking stupid shit. Right. But he didn't cheat on you. He didn't do anything. Girl, trust me. You would have found out if he cheated on you because you're, you're all in there. He didn't cheat on you as far as I'm, as far as I can read. Right. Is the Instagram shit infuriating? Yes, of course it is. But I've been in relationships before where I'm like, everything is too good. What the fuck is about to happen? You're just waiting for a tornado to come. You're waiting for him to be like, listen, I have a wife. <laughs> oh, I, I can't hang out tonight. I got to go to my, my kid's soccer game. Right? I get it. You're just going, it's too good. What's going to happen? And that is caused by us not dealing with the shit that we went through with the last schmuck, right? So I think this is totally understandable. I get where you're coming from. I get what the causes are, but the only one that's going to make that there's nothing he can do to make this problem easier. There, there's only moves that you can make, right? And things that you can focus on and, and you can do things to go to this next level and, and move past it. Right. Or your only other option is walking away, which I don't think you want to do. And I don't, I, I just don't think that's the, the choice here. I, I don't feel that way about it because I don't think these things are unforgivable personally. Right. Are they annoying? Yeah. But also important to say, because I've also been in this situation where I was dating someone like this, where like there was something he had, he was married for a long time, not a long time, but he was married for like five or six years. They got a divorce. She cheated on him. She was like, you know, whatever. And he hadn't dealt with these problems. And he was always like, what are you doing? Who are you with? Can I like, you said you were here, but you were there. What time are you leaving? What and I was just like, you, you couldn't, push me away farther because it's like, I feel like I'm being, um, I feel like I'm being punished for things that I didn't do. I never did anything to you. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think that it's detrimental to your relationship if, if this doesn't get sorted out in any capacity. But what will help you is continuing going to therapy, dig deep on that and, um, <clears throat> and do stuff for you, girl, do stuff for you, whatever it may be. I think that that kind of stuff, one of my, um, my best friend, she just started like powerlifting, like really impressive powerlifting. And we were talking about it last night. And she's like, when you're doing something for yourself, it just makes you feel like you're on a whole nother fucking level. You view yourself differently. And it's like, she started in the new year. So it's been like a month. So it's not like she, like, you know, she's working her way up and she feels herself getting stronger. Um, but she's like, it's not even like, oh, I see all these results right away. It's just like, I'm doing this for me because I want to do it. And I'm proud of myself and I feel good and I feel strong. And like, I told her, I'm like, girl, that's why I always say it's so important for us to have these things that are just our things that we're not making money from it. We don't want this to be our new, oh, okay. Like I'm learning how to play drums. I want to be in a band. Like, no, it's a hobby. It's a fun thing. It's something that you look forward to. It's something that makes you happy. So I highly recommend to, you know, figure out what your thing is that you want to get into and try, try different stuff out. You know, you guys, we get, we got ads this week. We got ads this week. Okay. And we're about to talk about Oak Essentials. If you're into the clean girl aesthetic, you're going to love Oak Essentials. It's a line of foundational skincare staples that really work. Their moisture rich balm is one of my personal favorites. It is nutrient rich, supports collagen production, and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. Use it in the morning or at night to either start the day off moisturized or to lock in that hydration while you sleep with sea buckthorn oil, organic cocoa seed butter, and organic coconut oil. Oil, it is everything that you need to feel silky smooth. You guys, they sent me um, like a goodie package, like a goodie bag. Uh, what would you call it? A PR, a PR bag. And everything in it was so gorgeous. Packaging is perfect. It feels so luxurious putting it on. It smells great. It feels great. And I feel silky smooth. And I'm never mad at that. You guys know that's like my number one, that's my number one goal pretty much. Don't sleep on their body care routine lineup either. It is a five-step pack with body wash, scrub, oil, lotion, body balm, which all smell incredible and they'll keep you soft and hydrated. I'm calling it 2024 is the year of the natural head-to-toe glow. The girlies will get 15% off your first order when they use the code SECRET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at OAK. E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S dot com. Promo code secret. Go ahead and treat yourself to luxurious skincare, meaningful self-care. You deserve it. Okay, you guys, let's talk about Happy Viking. Goodbye, gross, chalky protein powder, and hello, Happy Viking. Each Happy Viking serving is packed with 20 grams of plant protein, a full cup of fruits, veggies, and benefits from more than 60 superfoods, vitamins, and minerals. They've got flowers like tra- flowers, flavors, <laughs> flowers. 
they've got flavors like tropical smoothie, triple chocolate, vanilla bean, and cookies and cream. I have been drinking um, these protein shakes because I read this thing, like I would say like in probably December, I've been doing it about a month or so. I read this thing in December that said we needed all this protein. I said, girl, I don't think I'm getting even damn near close to that. So I was really excited when Happy Viking had sent me stuff and all the stuff I've tried is really, really delicious. It doesn't have that like that weird what it, what is with protein like drinks that like they have like a dryness it's so strange so that's why i've always avoided them but these are really good it's like having a shake um with only two grams of sugar happy viking helps boost lean muscle gives you sustained energy and improves digestive health brain power and immune support if you're ready to up your game this new year give happy viking a try happy viking protein and superfoods powder is made by tennis champion venus williams it is hands down the best tasting plant protein powder out there visit drinkhappyviking.com and use code secret for 20 percent off your first purchase that's 20 percent off at drinkhappyviking.com with code secret Let's talk about Pretty Litter for a second. Uh, When that guy you've been seeing comes over to your house for the first time, having a cat can be the absolute worst. First of all, they live here too, okay? And I don't want my baby boys hearing that, but it's kind of true, all right? You could be embarrassed about the litter that your cats track around all over the house and you're plugging in every air freshener that you own. With Pretty Litter, you don't have to stress. Instead of traditional clay, Pretty Litter is made out of silica gel, which means that it won't stick to your cat's paws as easily and it won't wind up all over the place. If It's also super ultra absorbent and ready to instantly trap odors. One six pound bag is even absorbent enough to work for up to a month. I have been using Pretty Litter for quite some time. Even before um, we started collaborating with them on this podcast, I had always wanted to try it because I love that they have that indicator. The litter changes color. If your cat has a urinary tract infection, if they have a liver problem, it'll come up a different color. So you'll see it when you're scooping, which is really, really nice because if you have a cat, you know that they are, they, they could be in so much pain and they won't even let you know. So it's good to see these things um, before they start, uh, you know, before they start feeling sick. One of the coolest things about Pretty Litter is that its crystals change color to indicate their early signs of potential illness in your cat. Pretty Litter um, can help detect UTIs, kidney issues, and more. I count on Pretty Litter to keep my house smelling fresh and clean, and you can too. Go to prettylitter.com slash secret to save 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash secret to save 20% off your first order. Prettylitter.com slash secret. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. My, You know, I took a a leave, which I never really take, but I took one and it like made my mouth really dry, I think. And it also made my, oh, you know what? It's probably my heat on in my house. Cause I'm like, my nose feels dry too. Okay. I was just here. What do I do? do, 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 do. Okay. This one says gross kisser. And this is a bump up you guys. Uh, if, if I don't get to your email, you got to bump it up. Don't you know, bump it up. God. Wow. What was that club on Long Island? Neptunes or something? <laughs> don't you know, bump it up. <laughs> you got to bump it up. God, what a time. Lots of glitter. Anywho, 
Rose Kisser, it says. Hey, Carly and the Kitty Kings, Robert and Stanley. This is a long one, but it reads fast. Okay, so I'll start by saying never stop this potty. Oh, thank you so much. Your insight and levity about your situations and dilemmas are everything I look forward to listening every Monday. Thank you. So I was listening to an older potty episode of yours and I realized that I had that I had realized I missed and I can't be doing that. One of the girls had wrote in about how she was embarrassed about different guys that she's dated in the past. Tell me why I screamed when you were reading her email, because I feel the exact same way. Girl, same. I'm in my mid thirties now, but in my early twenties, I went through my whole phase and we all know how much we love a whole phase. So smack dab in the middle of said phase, a coworker of mine had been working, uh, together for about a year, he gives little hints that he finds me attractive. I've never given him any vibes that I was into him, but he was not my type at all, but he was really funny to me. And he was a nice guy. He wasn't ugly and we were flirting. I totally felt like let's throw him a bone. (laughs) I don't know why I was so interested, why I gave him the time of day. I wasn't interested in him. Um, but the banter was all really cute and it seemed fun for him. So I went with it. Girl, this is about if somebody ever said this shit about me, I would fucking cry. I would cry. Oh my God. One thing about my girls are being honest though. (laughs) Wow. Okay. She says, I never told any of my friends about this then or now, because like I said, he wasn't my type and wasn't anything really to write home about. I was literally going on dates with other people and I was just embarrassed um, that he took a, a spot on my list. So one day we were working the same shift together. We were the last ones to leave the office and not on purpose. It just happened that way. He stopped by my desk to say goodbye and he decided to be bold and kiss me. He leaned in because I He leaned in and because I didn't want to feel embarrassed in parentheses, I mean, he's not creepy or anything. I leaned in too. There was some tongue involved and the kiss was nice, but tell me why after we kissed my stomach hurt, not figuratively. I mean, literally my stomach felt weird. The other, the only other way I could describe this feeling is if you ever drank from a public water fountain and the water tasted a little off and your stomach hurts after it's not a nauseous feeling, but it's like an ache. Like you just ate something a little off. I don't know what it was. He didn't smell or anything. He didn't have rotten teeth. (laughs) So it just was weird. I could tell he was excited for our kiss. So I suppressed my stomach feeling and left it for the night. Um, At one point I'm laying in my bed saying, maybe I ate something because that just doesn't make any damn sense. Fast forward a few weeks later, the flirting has become more frequent. We go to lunch together on a particular day because I'm hungry and he's paying. We used to go to lunches together before all the flirting had started, but always in groups. And he kissed me again. And again, my stomach hurt. What is this guy doing to me? I am getting a little scared at this point. Is his saliva poisoning me? Does he have some disease and my body is rejecting it? What the hell is going on? Girl, I think you just don't like the guy. Girl, I think that you you don't like him. Right? I abruptly stopped returning his texts and the flirting stopped. He continued to ask me to go to lunch and I tell him I have plans. I think he assumed that I have, I had a boyfriend, which I didn't, but I think at that point it was just too awkward to even talk about it. After a while, I leave that job and his spiked saliva is in my rear view mirror. I always kick myself because I wasn't even into him and he did this to me. To this day, nothing like that has ever happened to me with anybody else. It's so odd. I wonder about it all the time and I'm too embarrassed to tell anyone about this. Google couldn't even help me. 
she says, anyway, I hope a doctor, nurse, vet, veterinarian, somebody can help me with the science behind why my stomach would hurt after kissing him. I'd appreciate it. Now, girl, I think it's, I think it's, you had an uneasy feeling. I think it's you, you were feeling uneasy about him in general. You know, not saying like, oh, if you kiss a guy you don't like, you're going to feel sick. No, I don't think that. I know that's not true. But maybe you just were just so like, uh, you, you had an adverse reaction, right? That is so damn funny. <laughs> but yeah, if, if that, if there's a medical reason behind that, other than just feeling, you know, a little ill, then let us know. Um, let's see. This one says, I got a lot of, uh, by the way, speaking of hobbies, I got a lot of girlies saying that they just started skateboarding too. They started skateboarding this year or last year, whatever, and um, to do it. So I don't know. My board didn't come in the mail yet. She says, um, Scorpio sister, please help me. This new one. My Scorpio sis, my Scorpio queen. Girl, do we have the same birthday? I would love to know. Day one OG listener. I've written in before, but maybe it goes to junk, but this time I need advice. See, this is why we bump it up. Long story short, I have a great man in my life who I've dated before, but the timing wasn't right. We rekindled and he's truly an amazing human and such a gentleman. I've only ever known talks toxicity and abuse in all of its forms. So it was hard to accept this at first after a lot of personal growth. I think I've learned how to accept. However, I have this other guy in my life. That's also from my past who I feel like the spark is more sparky. He gets me, he provides, he's handy. The issue with the quote unquote good guy is he's a little too good. And I don't mean that I want something toxic again. I just mean that he's not blue collar. He second guesses everything. He doesn't know how to do anything around the house. To me, that's always been important to feel safe and have somebody who knows how to do these things. I feel like a lot of friendship is surface level and not that deep. Um, I know that if I cut things off again, this is my last chance with him and I really don't want to hurt him. I've been sitting on this for weeks and it tears me apart no matter how I cut it. On paper, he's perfect, financially stable, family involved, trustworthy, the whole nine. Like we can get engaged and do the whole thing, but I don't know. Am I self-sabotaging or is this just not it? I really don't know. Am I just feeling this because I let myself become distracted with another guy who recently texted me Merry Christmas and I fell for it, LOL. <laughs> Other guy was not loyal in the past. No abuse, but it's lots of bullshit on the loyalty aspect. I've always said people don't change, but talking recently, I actually feel like he's learned and grown a lot, but I also, I am dumb. You are not dumb. I don't even want to leave the good guy for a handyman. I don't know what to do. Um, lately I'm happiest home alone with my dogs and I'm even feeling these feelings. Maybe there's my answer. Low-key hate myself for this right now. And I don't know what to do. Okay. And then she puts, <laughs> I fucking love her. First of all, you are so pretty. Second of all, she put a caption overlay on the pictures, me and good guy. And the next one, me and blue collar. <laughs> no, she's so stunning. And both of these guys are really cute. Um, here's the thing. I think this seems to be a recurring theme in this episode. 
I just don't think you like that. I don't think you like the good guy that much. You know, I don't know. I feel like in a relationship, if you're trying to get into a relationship and you're saying, oh, we can get engaged, we can have a baby or whatever, like you, we could get married and do the whole thing. I think the bare minimum to get into something like that is both people need to be 100% sure about each other, right? He needs to feel that way about you and treat you as such. And you need to feel that way about him because relationships are too fucking hard to be messing around, right? So I, I don't, I get what you're saying. And I've been there too, where you just go like, but he's so good. He's so good. But I just don't have that thing. I don't have that feeling for him. And it sucks when that happens. You almost wish, like, I wish I could just flip a switch and, and have this be my, and, and feel the way he feels about me, but it doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, um, all that to say, so I, you know, do whatever you want to do, but I just don't think you like that this guy that much. And I think maybe you keep kind of circling back to each other because he feels safe in another way. He's not going to hurt you. He's not going to cheat on you. He's not going to lie to you. I think that there's two different types of like safety that you're feeling from these two different guys. This guy's not going to hurt you emotionally. Right. And, and people like that are great. We love to see it. But then this other guy, you're like, I feel protected by him in another way. But you're going to hate what I'm going to say. I don't know if the blue collar guy is your is your man either. I think we need to get a new guy in the mix because I don't know. I mean, you said you're a Scorpio. So I think I do know because this is how I am. Once you once you like you guys had these problems, whatever. He was not loyal. What, what did you say? He was not loyal in the past no abuse, but lots of bullshit in the loyalty aspect. Is that something that you can shut the book on and, and try and start fresh with? Cause I wouldn't be able to, I don't think so. You know, I personally, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not saying people can't change. Cause I think people do change, you know, hopefully for the better. Um, but that involves a lot of work and self-reflection and digging and, you know, it is work. It is a full-time job. Um, so yeah, I think you got to get a new guy in the mix, girl. I don't, I don't blame you for feeling the way that you feel. And I also think if you were with the right person, this other guy coming back into your life and saying, Merry Christmas, it wouldn't have even been like an olive branch for you. You would have just gone like this fucking loser, this loser, he's a loser. No, I'm not saying that about him, but you would have been like, this loser hit me up. Oh my God. Ha ha ha. You know, you're not like, oh, maybe we should revisit that. Let's, let's revisit that. Let's circle back around. I, uh, had this situation with this guy, uh, recently and he was just like, you guys know me. I'm like, I'm out. If, if it's not giving what it needs to give, I'm out. And, but he fucked with me. Like, he was, oh my God, he could have won an Oscar. He put on a show, baby. And then it was like, boop. But anyway, I saw him when I was, I was in California for a few days working and I saw him and in my head the whole time, I'm like, yeah, this ain't it. Cause something's up, something's changed, right? And the whole week in my head, <laughs> 
anytime he pops in my head, I go, he's a loser. He's a loser. (laughs) Anyway, plenty of fish in the sea, girl. You'll be all right. Got to open, open your, uh, keep the door open. And, and also what I want to say is we, we don't invest too much of our energy into when you're dating someone, you're giving them your energy, right? It's like money. Say you have a hundred dollars, you're giving money to, you're giving $20 to this guy, $40 to this guy, whatever. And then you don't have, you can't afford to be with somebody else. You can't afford the right person for you because you're already dispersing your energy. You're stretching yourself too thin. If that makes any fucking sense, I have no clue. I have no clue. I, I, you know what? The one thing about me, I love an analogy. Love it. But I'm right. Don't invest in people that aren't your people. Save, save your money. Um, okay. Let's see. This one says, God, these things really, this one says my parasocial relationship and docu-series recommendation. Hey, Carly, my parasocial relationship with you just reached a whole new level. I'm catching up on the potty and you mentioned taking drum lessons. And I said out loud, oh, I didn't know Carly was taking drum lessons. (laughs) Literally, why would I? We're not actually friends. You're just my podcast friend. No, we're friends. I thought that was funny and I just wanted to share. Uh, Also, there's a series on HBO Max called No One Can Hear You Scream. It's like eight or 10 episodes, all like 40 minutes long. And each episode focuses on a different case. Ooh, watching it. You know, I'm watching it. This sounds like my dream. Starring it. So that I don't forget it. Um, she says, it's a quick binge. I loved every single episode being different because my brain lately has just been dying to watch some true crime, but I felt overwhelmed by the four hour long episodes for just one case. Agree. Cuts the chase. Who killed her? That's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, did this docuseries need to be eight episodes long or could we have just summed this up in about a half hour because we still haven't found the murderer? So what are the clues for? And shouldn't the police be watching this and not me? Because shouldn't they be finding the guy? I hate when that documentary I watched last week that I told you guys about that my friend had recommended. It was really good. But I said to her before I started watching, I said, do you know? who at the end of it, do I know who did it? She said, yes. I'm like, okay, then I'll watch it. Cause I'm too busy. I can't be doing my investigation on my own. Cause you guys know that I'll pull up court records at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, this was the court date. These are all, this is the evidence. You know, I'm looking at pictures of evidence, trying to piece things together. So I totally get you with that. This one's, This one says embarrassing. Okay. And then it's the, the entire email is three words. (laughs) Men hula hooping. No, she's so fucking real for that. She's so real for that because why, why? Yeah. I think it's like, if you want to get the ick for somebody, just think of, think of him hula hooping. Right. Um, Okay. This next one says, oh, she put in the end of the email, go. (laughs) There you go. This one says Chalazian surgery gone wrong. No. 
Hi, Carly. Smooches to you and the tiny men. Last year, I had a nasty sty at the time you had one. And when it went away, it left a chalazian. My eye doctor told me that it wouldn't go away on its own. So could, and could potentially shape, change the shape of my eye. That's what fucking happened to me. And I know that my eye is a little different than it was. I know that my eye is a little different than it was and nobody ever better address it. Cause I already know. Every time I see a picture of me, I say, who's that girl? It's very subtle, but anyway. She says, I had to get it surgically removed. P.S. Do not look up videos on this procedure. Would never. I had it removed last Friday and I had to wear an eye patch all day. You better believe I still went out to dinner with the girls looking like a damn pirate, as you should. But as soon as I took it off, I knew that they removed the wrong thing. What? Sure enough, after sending pictures to the surgeon, he said he removed a different blocked gland that he assumed what was the one bothering me. So now I have to go back in a week. Oh my God. First of all, sue him to get the correct Chalazian removed. This man had me out here with an eye patch for no reason. And this is why we need more lady doctors and surgeons agree, because I know a woman would have double, nay, triple file checked before fishing around in there. Anyway, make sure you and the girls always get your Chalazians checked when you get a sty um, and do the damn hot compresses. Let me see. Oh my God. She's got a bruise. Poor thing. Hate that. Um, okay. This one says my husband wants a divorce and I'm Delulu. Hi, Carly. Love you. And the kitty cats. I wrote in to the discord girlies, but I also wanted to share with you. My husband dropped a bomb on me eight days ago that he wants a divorce after only 10 months of marriage. Jesus. I'm so sorry. His reasons, he has been holding resentment for minor things that he pushed under the rug over the last few years. And his mom doesn't like me or approve of me. He said he loves me, but his mom basically convinced him in his little man brain that you don't forgive anyone in this life. You just remove them, especially the daughter-in-law that she hates. In parentheses, I call her out on all of her shit. So I moved out of our shared home that day, asked him if he was sure the next day. And he basically told me yes, and that he can't be with somebody that his mom doesn't approve of. Oh, damn. You know what? I got to take a sip of water because I'm getting tight. And shared that his mom said, I'm so disappointed in your choice of a wife. I'm devastated and I love that man so much. Girl, I want to cry. Today is day six of no contact and I'm really struggling. My Delulu plan is to give him space, ask him again in a week or so. And if his answer has it, girl, don't ask him again. No. Nope. And if his answer hasn't changed, file for divorce. To my girlies, my friends, my family have all told me that I deserve better, but I love him. Um, looking through, looking to hear your thoughts and supportive encouragement. Also, I've attached a photo of us since I know you love that shit. Tell me, does he suck or should I go fight for the man that I love? Girl, let him go. Let him go. It's like you guys haven't even been married for a full year and he's literally blindsiding you and abandoning you for some bullshit reason. What? His mom didn't know you before you guys got married? Please. Please. It's a cop out. And it's also bitch energy. He's being a bitch. Then stand up to your mom if your mom doesn't like me because I've never given her a reason not to. And it's him going, him talking to his mom. And and he's like. And she goes, just blame it on me. It's okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. 
So you don't have to deal with the, with the ramifications of your fucking actions, right? Please. I'm getting so, I'm getting so mad at this. He's fucking out girl. I wouldn't even waste one more minute. I would disappear. Like, uh, I would honestly, do you remember that show? And, and I know this is very niche, but there was a show called secret world of Alex Mack and, and the bitch turned into a puddle. And she would slide under the door frame and she would go through the, you know, the cracks and the creeks in the house. And she was like a puddle and she was like traveling as a puddle for some reason all over the world. She that's what I would be. I would go mm-hmm, and I would melt into a puddle and I would slither away and you would never see my face again. That would be it. Because you just clowned on me. I'm literally married to you for not even a year. And you're saying my mom, this is because of my mom, please. Please, I'd rather you run me over with a bus. Honestly. Oh, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. If I'm you, okay, and I, and I always say, here's what we're going to do. And I, and I know I can't tell you girls what to do, but goddamn, I want to sometimes. And, and a lot of times I'm right. Okay? Do not contact him when he reaches out to, because I'm, I'm guaranteeing you, I, girl, I'm, I would bet my life. He's going to reach out to you and beg you, but we're going to expedite the process of that because we're not even going to reach out to him and we're not even going to answer him unless it's something you, you guys don't have. It doesn't say you guys have children together. You don't need to be talking right now. You deal with whatever you deal with through your lawyers and that's it. Right. We're not, um, reaching out. We're not responding. And until you feel ready, because come on, you're allowed to have your time and you're allowed to go through this the way that you want to, until you feel like, not that you're fully healed from it, but when you get to a certain place and you go, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to revisit this and, and kind of dig on that. And I'll, I'll let you apologize to me and I'll let you cry. And I'll just sit here. Cause this was, he spared you. He spared you. Okay. See, I will, I will, I'm 10 toes for my girls. Of course she's stunning. No, of course she's stunning. No, no, of course she is guys. Of course she is. No, of course she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I would cut him off. No communication. I promise you, I, I swear to you that he's going to come back. And at that point, you're going to be so fucking over him and say, oh, my God, hit this thing. I, you want to know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say something. This is I know it doesn't look like it right now. The best thing that's ever going to you're going to look back on this and go, thank God, because he spared me because now I'm with this really good person or now I'm I'm working on myself and I'm healing and I'm moving through it and I feel powerful and I don't have this. Um, sit like, I don't feel sick over this anymore. Right. This is going to make you a stronger person. It's going to make you a better person. And you want to know what all these things that happen to us that it just fucking, I can't imagine what you're going through. I've been heartbroken before, but I've never been, I mean, this is like a blind, this is like getting hit by a bus, but the exciting thing about these, when you get past this is like, the best is yet to come. 
this is a low. This is a low in your life. You can't control it. You got to just roll with the punches, but the the best is yet to come. You're move, you're going to end up in such a better place. You're going to end up where you're meant to be because you're not meant to be there. That's it. And life just has has a way of pushing us away from things and people that we're not meant to be around. And he spared you. Thank God you weren't married for 20 years, 30 years, because that happens too. You know? Um, keep me posted on that because I really don't want you reaching out to him, but I know he's going to reach back out to you, especially if he knows that he doesn't have you under his thumb anymore. Listen, deal with it in your uh, deal with it to talk to your friends about it, talk to your family about it, whoever. I know that it's like, well, everyone's saying that, you know, that he's not good for me, but I just love him. It's like, they love you more than you love him, girl. And that's why they're saying that. And, and you would say that to somebody that you love that was being hurt, you know? Those friendships you have and those family members you have, that's a more genuine love than, than what you have. And, and you got to listen to them. But cut him off, no communication. He's going to come running back when he knows that you're not focusing on him. You're not reaching out. You're not asking, are you sure? No, no, no. If someone tells you they don't want to be with you. Okay. Bye. Cool. Me skateboarding away on my fucking skateboard with my hot pink wheels and my, and my elbow pads and my, and my knee pads, and my helmet and my wrist guards <laughs> kiss my fucking ass. Goodbye, dude. Cowabunga. That's me leaving your life. Bye. Don't ever make them tell you twice. Anyway, God, I need a cigarette. You want to know what? Every single time I record an episode, I want a cigarette because I'm just here defending my girls. And when you go to court, you know who's representing you? Me. I'll go to, I'll take an online bar exam or something because I'm in court like this. You're on it. <laughs> my girly, my girly was spared. Please. Uh, okay. We're going to do a fuck, Mary kill. Somebody sent in a fuck, Mary kill. Uh, okay. Cheese factory, cheesecake factory bread, <laughs> cheese factory. God. I, oh, sorry. I can't help but giggle because it reminds me of that meme that I love. <laughs> I don't know why. God, every time I think about this meme, I just laugh. It's so stupid. It's a logo. It's, it's like a logo and the font is mixed of Burlington coat factory. And the Cheesecake Factory. And it says the Burlington Cheesecoat Factory. <laughs> guys, I'm so sorry. All right, let me get off this podcast before you guys call in, you know, men, you know, a, a wellness check on me. Cheesecake Factory bread, Olive Garden breadsticks, Red Lobster biscuits. Ooh, those Cheddar Bay. God damn. All right. Cheesecake, let's break it down for those of you that are not familiar. Cheesecake factory bread is you get the, the best one, obviously, is the, uh, the the brown bread at the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I don't know the recipe there, but they figured it out, whatever it is. I mean, it's they really, really perfected that, whatever the fuck that is. Kind of reminds me of if you've ever if you've ever been a patron of the Outback Steakhouse, it's a very similar kind of vibe. You know, the brown bread. It's good. I don't know what it is, but it's good. Okay. And then you have Olive Garden breadsticks, which is your, it's your quintessential. They have some seasoning, got some coarse salt, which is really nice. Kind of like a pretzel. Okay. But very oily, buttery. 
which I don't hate, but sometimes it's like, why are my hands dirty? And then the uh, red lobster biscuits, which are, which are the cheddar biscuits from red lobster. Everybody knows about them. Um, I think I'm going to marry the bread at cheesecake factory, of course, cause I'm not crazy. I'm not a psycho. And then I'm going to fuck the red lobster biscuits because I'm like, I don't want those all the time. I like, I don't want to marry them. I want them to be a special treat because they seem like if I had married them, I would, it would just be like, you know, I'm a little, I'm getting a little, I get it. You know, I see the point. And then unfortunately I do have to kill the Olive Garden breadsticks, but they are good. Um, it's just the competition between them. There, there's, I have no other choice. My hands are tied. Anywho, girls, I love you so much. Girls and boys, girls and boys and, and theys and thems and, and the LGBTs, QIAs plus. I love you. And I, you can send in emails to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and I will see you next week. Bye.